the only one Scott's one I care for. You. Sean, Sean Connery. Yes. If it's no, I really don't know where to go with this. So the first rule about probably questionable is you, you always talk about the podcast. And the second rule is you have fun. Yeah. That being said, hey and welcome to episode 53 of the Probably Questionable podcast. Mm-hmm. My name is Joe and my friend Matt is shaking his head right now. Just fight club, Joe. Just fight club. Uh, yep. <laughs> there are no other words. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle's over there. There's anger. <laughs> Bubbling beneath. That one was for you. Oh, I know. I, not I, acceptable. I did, have a, I did have another intro that I wanted to say, but once you did that, it was out the door. You could have. I couldn't. Also, Dan's here. Hey, what's up? Oh, I'll yeah. Let it, I'll let it slide. <laughs> so here we are again. I started off by making Kyle mad. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome, Earth. Some of our better episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kyle being angry equals good podcast. Gold. Ratings gold. <laughs> yeah. We get four downloads that week. It's a good one. So this is the angry intro right now. Well, Kyle's angry intro. Yeah, the episode where I got pulled over immediately before the podcast must have been excellent. That was the angriest episode. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got a... We have a daddy soda that was recommended via email to us that we'll be covering next. By who? We have emails? Like, besides no, beer we have, emails? we have one email requesting the beer. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> now, we have news stories. Shocking. Yes. And then we're going to talk about some serious business, which is what I ironically named the segment because it's anything but. Mm. Old versus new video games. Dun, dun, dun. There it is. I don't even need a soundboard. You don't. I just have Matt. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> and you're free. I'm, wait. Yeah. No I'm one tells. work now. No one tells. <laughs> God. Talking about how free I am, I feel like I'm at work. Well, I'm going to open up that email oh, as yeah. we move into the Daddy Soda segment. Mm. The email comes from Kevin, who has emailed us. Has he emailed us before? Yes. Yeah, okay. cowboy away from my Avengers team. He sure did. That, that was the best moment. Literally 15 minutes before the draft. Worst day <laughs> of my life. That was hilarious. Second worst day of my life. Worth it. Kevin writes, <laughs> May I suggest Innocent Gun Original for this week's Daddy Beverage? Ooh. It's one of Scotland's finest beers. And then he goes on to describe it for us. I'll just read it first. I'll read his description Please. first. The nose is that of toffee and oak barrels, and the body of the beer adds a vanilla flavor over top, which lingers after the initial exhale. If you can't find any locally, we carry it at Whole Foods. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Matt, hold up the beer so I can take a picture of you holding it and put it on the not I was website, confused as to which Kevin this was. You know who it is now. Yeah, now I know yeah, who you got it. Wow, Kevin he... from the IPA Players. Uh-huh. You know what's crazy Shameless about this? Be- everything that he said uh, was what I was gonna say about this beer, about the um, the the top nose oak 
and other you uh, sound fancy, so professional right other now. fancy beer words that he said sound a little drunk too everything that I, I was gonna <laughs> say all that stuff and now yeah. I was actually going to read the bottle, but he said basically what's exactly on the bottle. But it, wow. it is true. Oh, you should have let him stand, sound like those are his own words. It, those are his words. But I'm saying, but those words are on the bottle. Yeah, but it's not in the same way. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. It's not okay. like he paraphrased it. He, this is what he does. Kevin grabs a beer and he smells it and he figures out what the flavors are because he brews his own beer. So he does do he's that. He's that kind of guy. But I, I was tasting it and I was like, oh, it tastes kind of vanilla-y and sweet. And then I read the bottle and I was yep. like, Wow. All right, well, it's delicious. Well, I knew it wasn't chocolatey. I did know that. No, it's definitely not chocolatey. No, it's, it's more vanilla Definitely. It is. Which it's, is. It's more yin to the yang or yang to the yin. It's more the reverse it's of chocolate. Reverse, yeah. It's about time we had something. It's the reverse of chocolate. That's a little bit more yin than yang. Yeah. I'm, it's over, I'm over yang. I, we were I past so due. tired of yang. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to the shit out of this. Yeah, we got it in a, t- in a tall bottle. Yes. We did. 750. We've been doing a bunch of 750s. We have. We should get sponsored by the 750 bottler. Yeah. Uh, the, yes. What was the uh, <laughs> ABV on it? it? The ABV on this bad boy is 6.6%, and it's wow. it's brewed in the United Kingdom, i.e. Scotland for this part. Scotland. And it's brewed by Innocent Gun. Sorry, it's I a don't Scottish care. ale. I don't, it is a Scottish I don't ale. care for them, Kyle. I don't I would pong. You know, oh, I, I would pong. Yeah, I would. This I, would I really it. like this beer. This is I one of the beers I've liked the beer. most mm-hmm. recently. Like, I think for if we'll go, let me start an arbitrary number. Last ten episodes, I'll say this one probably ranks highly among those beers. I've I, liked yeah. every beer that hasn't been hoppy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know if I could. I'm gonna have to like listen to my reactions on all the other ones. But I. I I actually genuinely enjoy this. Yeah, no, it's really good. Kevin was actually t- telling us he he's he's in the backlog. He's listening to the old episodes and uh, he made a spreadsheet. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he made a spreadsheet of our beers, which Joe had on the site. So it was interesting that he did that. But he was talking about how unhappy he was in our beer selections at the beginning. What Bud Light Platinum? Oh, God. oh it just came out. We had to. I know. No, I, I, I was going to get it if you did. Well, now we gotta now we gotta talk about Budweiser for like ten seconds. The the new Budweiser that came out, the Black Crown, Black whatever. So that's supposed to be the Bud Light Platinum of the Budweiser. So gotcha. Bud Light, Bud Light Platinum, Budweiser, Budweiser. Black. Where, where does Bud Bud Select fall in that? I don't know. Bud Select is like, like the semi decent. It's the Miller offering. High Life. It's the Miller High Life of Bud. It's the High Life. Well, it's probably better than High Life, but sure. It's the it's the it's the wine of beers. Mm. It truly beers. is. Truly. Speaking of wine of beers, Dan over here has become a, a, a barley wine fan. Oh my god. I gotta thank Chris for that, because that is awesome. That Chris shit is so has gotten delicious. Dan into barley wines. And you know, barley wines are pretty good, I've been, in the most part. I've been part. telling uh, my co-workers, I'm like, I had this barley wine. I don't even know, like, because it's not wine, but it's awesome. And I mean, the last one that we had was at a party... A couple weeks ago, and Chris, who was on the show before, he brought him. It was a four pack that was like in these Red Bull style cans. And they were smaller than Red Bulls. I thought they were about the same size. Maybe, maybe like a large um, Red Bull can. Maybe I don't know, but I don't. I don't drink Red Bull. But I mean, that's what I thought no, when I know, saw it. It was, it was like a and, ounce, um, like an eight ounce Red Bull can. Yeah, but that was. I mean, that was incredible. And also the ABV on that, which was like eleven point five or something like that. Whoo! First of all, I drank it like it was a Red Bull. I just drank it in like five seconds. And boy, was I lifted. That was great. 
Some might say you've got wings. I didn't get... Uh, this episode is sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs> I wish. So we all like the beer, though, right? Yeah. My best friend's fraternity yeah, no, was sponsored by Red Bull. It's got an, they <coughs> have Red Bull in the house Sorry. all the time. It's got an interesting after bite to it. Yeah. Vanilla. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's all vanilla and, and wood flavor, but it works. That was my two cents for the beer segment. It's very good. Thank you for your suggestion, Kevin. Wow. It's quite a good beer. Yeah, it's already done. Thank you. Two I'm of also us. done. Matthew? Uh, I was, I Do was it. savoring it, but okay. No you, no, you don't have to. All right, it's gone now. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Half peer pressure. So let's go to that news story thing now that we hey. talked for 10 minutes about beer. That's good. It's so, what we do here. Don't have mine on the, uh, I don't Pretty have much. mine on the internet because it's on my iPad and my iPad's upstairs with Lori, but I do know what my story's about. All right. I may have to go first if no one else has their story out. I can go first if okay. you want. Wow. That is Kyle with the steel. I'm sorry. My my throat seems to be closing up here, so I'm sorry about the call. Kyle might be some. allergic to the Scottish ale. Oh, God. It might, it might. It's possible. So, Obama calls on Congress to spend $100 million next year to map brain. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. I'm so sick of that. Am I the only person who is, doesn't no. think that's funny? Uh, I don't know what the I don't know what it it's is. It's a meme. No, of course, Kyle doesn't know what it is. But I'm it's not internet thing. Continue. Sorry. Internet things. Kyle doesn't get. Wow, surprising. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kyle's from 1856. Add it to the list. <laughs> so, President Obama, blah blah blah, has uh, proposed to Congress. <laughs> Do you just yada 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 your story? This is how Kyle feels about Obama, literally. Yeah, this blah, is blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, how do you pick the new story you're passionate about? <laughs> I have my reasons. Wow. Um, so yeah, he proposed to Congress to spend a hundred million dollars to try and do research on mapping the brain more detailed instead of like groups of brain cells, like in and brain sections to try and get like individual. Get down to individual cell, cellular level. Wow. But, so he wants to spend a hundred, he proposed to Congress to spend a hundred million dollars. In retrospect, a hundred million dollars on the federal scale is like nothing. What's our debt? <laughs> Trillions. <laughs> Trillions of dollars. And I, it just pisses me off. Like, this is a good idea. Yeah, this is this is an idea that you know could go somewhere. Right, something the federal government should spend some money on research of technologies and things like that. But it's only thrown a hundred million dollars into this pot. Does that seem kind of? You know, I actually read I, I I read this before and I was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, hundred million, eh, it's just a hundred million. Dollars. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying you should sniff a hundred million dollars, but some guy just won three hundred and forty million dollars in the Powerball. Well, there's definitely a guy who sniffed a hundred million dollars. Like, I mean, he... To be fair, he took home significantly less than a 340. Yeah, okay. He still took over 100 million home. We hope. Definitely. I mean, if you cut it in half and then take away, like, 30, 40%, he still took home more than 100 million. Yes. That's what's besides the point. Science. Yeah, math. That one. Yeah. (laughs) Both. That that pisses me off. Like, yeah, that's what (laughs) pisses... Like that's one of the things that pisses me off about the federal government is, or the government in general, is that it, it just can't allocate its money intelligently. Um, also, is he wants to partner up with like uh, he's suggested partnering up with um, private ventures as well in the collaboration with this. I feel like if you're going to do this, you should just let private like 
industry go with this and you fund the money because they're going to be able to do it far more intelligently than you will. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. exactly. Like Instead a, of governing it and then saying what's right and what's wrong, just let them do it, yeah. and they'll figure it out, and you don't yeah. have to worry about it. You don't have to I mean, you have time. to have some kind of oversight, but just, just fund it for them. Mm-hmm. Let the people who already do it do it. Yeah, let the, yeah there, there, are, there are industries dedicated to researching the brain. Instead of trying to invent something new, why don't you just try and help one of these guys out? That's fair. Kyle's got knowledge that he just dropped on us. I just He did. Things that piss me off. Someone else should go. I can go. I'll go. Do you need to? You need. You can go. All right. Uh, I took a leaf from the book of Kyle. Mmm. And I got leaves. my article from a publication. Wow. Was it National Geographic? It is National Geographic. This month's National Geographic is awesome. Yeah, I saw. It's pretty it good is one. all about de-extinction. And I'm all about it. Should we, though, Matt? It says oh, it on should. the cover. Well, oh, it doesn't we, say Matt should on the we, cover. Oh, Matt. Should we, Matt? I, I would have just, my pants would have fallen off. <laughs> That's awfully like, specific. Oh. <laughs> there are a lot of Matts out there. It's like when Time Magazine made the man person of the year, you. <laughs> you. They're talking to me. But yeah, so this article was about de-extinction and can we do it and should we do it? The answer to can we do it is we're damn close. We've done it. Uh, a couple of times already with the animals dying shortly after. We're talking about cloning or something? Uh, no, base, no, no. Uh, uh, bringing, like, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Like how it's coming back in 3D with new life? Yes. But, no, no, no. It, it's, it is cloning. It's the same process used for cloning, but these animals no longer exist. So it's it's bringing back a whole mm. species. Woolly mammoths. Yep, that's that's one of the ones that's right there uh, in locked and loaded and ready to go. Saber-toothed tigers. Saber-toothed tiger, not so much, but the mammoth is right there. But the ones they talked about are the Power Ranger animal. Sorry, I almost yelled Tyrannosaurus after the saber-toothed tiger. I would have loved that actually, because I was actually looking up uh, Green Ranger things on eBay because I kind of want to get the dagger. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, so they're thinking about bringing back all these extinct animals. And woolly mammoth is one they really want to do, but the problem is with the woolly mammoth that the gestation period of an elephant, which is what the surrogate animal that they'd have carry the mammoth, is two years. So they want to perfect it before they risk a mammoth because that's two years worth of incubation and gestation that you have for it just to die minutes after it's born. And that would be a shame. Uh, What they're working on is something called the... Um, the Iberian Ibex. It's a form of mountain goat that uh, went extinct in the 1920s. And the passenger pigeon. I was just about to say that. Which is. Because I didn't read this article. I was just like, they should really do the passenger pigeon. I was thinking that in my head. Which is a long feathered form of pigeon that the sky rats that you know today. But this is a much better bird, I guess. Well, the passenger pigeon's used for. Those are homing pigeons. It's different, right? No, the passenger pigeon was something that was. All over North America, yeah, it was all when over they North first America, got yep. here, like it was like North America was just covered, covered with know. passenger pigeons, and uh, they went extinct like 1950s. Like the last one finally died or something. Yeah, like but that. but they went extinct in the lawn in like the 1930s. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, they're a much prettier bird than the yes, pigeon that we yes, have they today. Are. They kind of look like a the pheasant yeah, in the regard that they have a longer tail. Yeah, they weren't the ones used for actual. No, that's homing pigeons. Yeah. I just realized that. Um, but. The thing they're thinking about doing with the passenger pigeons, which is interesting, they're 
they have this way that they can take the um, basically the genetic material out of the gonads of two rock pigeons, which are the common pigeons that we know today, and replace it with ca- uh, passenger prison passenger pigeon like s- sex uh, cells. So when these creatures breed, they would in theory give birth to a passenger pigeon and not a rock pigeon. So that that's interesting, opposed to them like fooling with eggs because that would be a lot harder to do and a lot riskier but uh, I'm pretty excited about the extinction also I didn't know that Siberia had its own Pleistocene Park I'm excited about Pleistocene that Pleistocene Park Pleistocene Park is the, the wild uh, animal park that we want to put in the Midwest bringing back all the Ice Age animals that used to dwell there mm. and making just a big refuge so bring back lions camels cheetahs bison mammoths when they are here and I found out that uh, Siberia actually used to be a, a grassland, like mm-hmm. a like a, a step, if you will. And the reason it's not anymore is because the animals that kept it that way are gone, like the mammoth and the bison. Them treading all over and and their their droppings kept everything fertile and moving. And it was really really interesting articles. Science, science segment over. Science was actually used correctly that time. Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, except Dan. So uh, I didn't see you know I didn't say that. <laughs> didn't even think that. <laughs> wow. So you want me to go or do you do you want to go? I can go. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my story I found. Oh no, you need to go. It's all right. Uh, I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> my story is buffering. Yeah. Thanks, internet. So my story is about uh, how a 61 year old man who works at the Library of Congress has been sending horny Craigslist old men to his ex-girlfriend's house. God, that's brutal. That's that's awesome. It's a pretty elaborate prank, which I thought was hilarious at first. And I thought about it, and I'm like, that's pretty messed up. And I thought it was hilarious again. No, it is hilarious. <laughs> Hilarity definitely wins that That's kind of funny. But wrong. But still funny. <laughs> so basically they broke up. I don't, I don't know the details. I'm not them. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Last I checked, gotcha. I was not 61 year old, years old. <laughs> Terrible. But yeah, so they broke up. She got a restraining order against him, and I guess you know he views it as a loophole in the restraining order that he gets to go on Craigslist. He makes ads and posts her address under the ca- in the casual encounter section of Craigslist. Oh, wow. Classic section. <laughs> and he posts something along the lines of, I'm a senior lady who is looking for some fun and adventure in my life. Would like to meet a gentleman in his 50s that is hung and can give me... Thanks, phone. Can give me some pleasuring. In Parcheesi or sexual? It doesn't specify. Ooh. So, you know, if they show up holding Parcheesi but with no pants on, you know, it's dealer's choice. Wild Sounds night. pants. Yes, Sans Pants. Pants. So uh, the girlfriend who was, the ex-girlfriend who was unnamed in the article, was shocked to find sex-hungry strangers at first, often from other states, which is, that's a long way to go. Yeah. If you're crossing state lines to go hook up with an older chick. Well, she was in her 60s. Yeah, and they're in their 50s. I mean, that's not significantly. The max max gap is 19 years. years. Yeah. And that's unlikely. Yeah. True. And then she eventually started hanging signs on her property that says the Craigslist ad is a lie and stuff like that. 
Uh-huh. So the guys show up there with flowers and parcheesi, get there, see the sign, they're like, ah, fuck. They're pissed. <laughs> the best part is the signs don't do the trick because she has to still resort to calling the police, quote, frequently, often several times a day, to chase away the men who have been enticed by these personal ads. <laughs> Apparently a lot of people want to get with a 61-year-old woman. Oh, she's 61, too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she be, she, she no, be like he's a 61. Fox. She's 64. Oh, she's 64. Yeah. yeah. See, she's probably stupid hot. Oh, we'll never know. No. I'm glad we won't never know. Are you, though? Yes. But that prank Are is you? elaborate. Uh, did anything happen to him? Did he get, like, arrested or something? He didn't say that he did, so... Oh, no. No, he was arrested. He was yes. arrested on Friday and charged with felony stalking. And he could face up to five years in prison. It's not really stalking. Eh. Oh. What else are you going to charge him with? Yeah, charge him with something. Yeah, you got to charge him with something. I guess that's the closest jump they could make. I don't know. She could just move. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Incredible. She asked for it. <laughs> Look at what she's wearing. Oh my god, I saw that. Have you seen that meme? With the little pictures of the women and it, and it puts a little silhouette of what they're wearing and then it says not asking for it. Not, and then it puts another alpha not asking for it, another alpha not asking for it, another alpha not asking for it, another okay. alpha. And then basically it's just like, <laughs> no, rape, blah, blah, blah. They're never asking for it. And I was like, this doesn't mean anything to me. Good story. Thanks. Yeah. Dan. <laughs> okay, my story's not going to buffer, so I'm going to give you really the too long didn't read version of it. It's sure. uh, a town in Georgia passed a law that's going to go into effect uh, 10 days from now that says uh, it is illegal to not own a gun. Now, it's wow. not like, it's not like literally if you don't have a gun, you're going to get arrested for it. I guess maybe it'll just be frowned upon. There's actually, I guess, no way of actually enforcing this. But this is just kind of like a everything that's going on with the laws uh, about you know how the they're laws. cracking down on gun laws. This town is doing it as making an effort to promote guns. Actually, um, that's not it. Wow. No, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but there are uh, there are actually a number a number of towns that are like this in Texas and mm-hmm. in other areas. There's actually counties that are like this too. The whole county requires you to own a gun. Classic yeah. Texas. It's uh, it's because the towns and counties are so small and so sparsely populated that they can't really have a, a, a centralized police force to, to govern the whole place. Yeah. So in order to protect yourself, everyone has to have a gun. Because I mean, if you call the police and it takes thirty minutes for them to get there, everybody's dead. Yeah. What's what good are they going to do? So you, exactly. everyone's got to have a gun. So if you're par- carrying your own gun, it's self. And then when they get there, everybody's dead. Exactly. Well, well, I was talking about. It's not really supposed to be, you know, wild wild west. It's supposed to be a deterrent for criminals yeah. in the town. Yeah, I was talking about that with a friend. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm thinking about moving here," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, you can get a carry permit really easy, and then you don't have to worry about shit because everyone knows that basically your life is in your hands at any given time. If you fuck with this person, the probability of them having a gun is that much higher. Yeah. You no longer have the upper hand. Everyone's on equal playing field." Almost. You know what I'm saying? Outside I mean, of drive-bys and You're still going to get psychopath. psychopaths. The thing is, it's not going to stop, like, psychopaths. It's never going to stop psychopaths. But it'll stop, like, the petty criminals who try and break into your house and blah, 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 and all yes. that bullshit. You know, just break into the house and try and steal something, not try and threaten your life. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, nah, well, I guess that's kind of my story. I don't have anything, <laughs> I don't have anything left to say now. It was good. <laughs> my favorite part was that it was brief. Yeah. My favorite part was that was from you. Aww. Wow. There's a lot of love here. Wow. At PQ. He, he, he couldn't even have couldn't even have a response. Just 
Just silence. Just, just shrugged at you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we gotta move on. Uh, we sure we sure do. Let's talk about some video games, guys. Yeah. Now, what about now what specifically about video games, Shao? Well, in comparing <laughs> oh, the old generation of video game the older generations of video games to the new school games that we have now. New school says. Yes. I wanted to do five different categories for our comparisons. Those categories are graphics, difficulty, controls, gameplay, and sound. That was really distracting because Dan's rocking back and forth. For each uh, thing that he <laughs> for each, did. For each I have strong category. feelings about every single one of those things. Good. All right. Can't wait. Dan, you know what? Pick your favorite one and start it off. Okay. Um, me and Kyle were actually talking about this a little bit upstairs. I'll go to difficulty. So I'm contemplating getting the new Bioshock game. But for me to get that game, I would like to play the first two, which I haven't done yet. Now, I'm looking at it, and if I bought the three games, which is going to be, which would be about $100, because the two-pack is about 30 and then the new one's 60 figure taxes and whatnot. So I'm looking at $100 spending on a game for, I'm just going to give like a low-end a low estimate, but still an estimate, of about 25 hours of gameplay, of single-player gameplay. Now let's rewind it back to... Is that for all three? Yes, It'll take you longer than that. Well, I heard that I heard that the first two games are about like if you just if you just played through it like on like a medium difficulty, like you know, right. there I guess seven hours would be the minimum. But like if you're like going through every nook and cranny or whatever, yeah, but I'm saying if you can beat the game, and especially in the way I'm looking at it, which is like I want to get infinite, so I want to just beat the game and just infinite get the, looks awesome. yeah compared which, to the other ones, yeah. Um, but you're looking at even I could probably you know let's even stretch it out just a little bit more for a hundred dollars I can get like you know forty forty five hours of gameplay. Now let's bring it back. I feel like this is value category. N sixty four is it value? Was no, value a category? No. Uh, well, what no, I'm saying, but difficulty. Yeah. yeah, but I'm still talking about the difficulty. I can breeze through game. this game in that long. Let's go to the N sixty four because you said you wanted to do that one. Mario sixty four. How long did that freaking game take you to beat? Didn't play it. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm, I don't care. I'm just going to go back one more generation. I'm going to go to PS1. Final Fantasy VII. That game... The thing is, you could beat... You could pr- I mean, that's a, I, I'm, I'm, that's a lie. You could probably beat the game in, like, 20-something hours if you pushed. Yeah, if you know yeah. where you're going. If yeah, you know, if you, well, if you know what you're doing, I'm sure there's, and, like, people who have a record and if you're lucky with, like with the, the experience and, and, and items and shit, because yeah. basically a lot of that game is grinding, because you yeah. have to get... That's before the random levels, like... You had to gain the levels. Yeah. So, in terms of difficult, like in terms of difficulty, there's some other things. You know, sports games have become a lot more complex. I think this is going to kind of bleed into like controls. You know, just the control yeah. aspect as well. Like, you know, that's that kind of lends itself to difficulty. There's more ways to do stuff. Um, you're doing, you're just, you're multitasking. You're doing multiple things at once. So, in terms of the difficulty, you know, those are, the, the games may be a little bit more difficult now, but, you know, they're, they're, the older games were more difficult because they had to kind of have more thought behind them. Yes. It's kind of like, because there was, you didn't have as many things, like, available to you. Like, even throw it back, now, I'm sorry, we're going back even further, like, just say, like, Nintendo, like, Mega Man's, like, one of the most difficult games ever. Yes. Like, I think, like, the first Mega Man or whatever, and that game is freaking old as hell. And it only has, like, three buttons, you know? Well, two buttons and then your D-pad. So, you know, it's... I guess it kind of depends on that. But those are my rant on those first two. I'm not done. To to throw it in, like, 
Those, I, like, I, for the old games, I meant, like, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, like, the older games. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean, like, N64 was the only older games we're okay. talking about. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Older games were way harder. It wasn't so much, it was about, like, in the older games, it was, you had to, you had to puzzle shit out, and then you had to, like, the, like, even older games, like, before N64, like, the older versions, like, it wasn't so much, it might not have been so much puzzling, but it was, like, timing with, like... Yeah, timing. Like, first-person shooters back in the day when it wasn't auto-aim and, you know, you didn't just, like, you know, shoulder the yeah. rifle and aim at something. It was, like, timing. You had to wait for the, you had to wait for the enemy to come right into line. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, the, it, it, was, yeah. it was a much more difficult, like... And people, people love GoldenEye. This is, this is like my favorite. This is one of the easiest examples. People love the game GoldenEye, but I challenge them to go back and try and play GoldenEye after now playing. It is games. not aged well. Yeah, like, but after playing games like Call of Duty, it is so hard to shoot at anything. Slaps only. <laughs> that is, that is the worst. <laughs> and that's uh, before co- uh, close combat killed automatically. Yeah. In that game, yeah. you could yeah. chop the shit out of someone. Well, you could yeah. definitely, unless they were odd job, then you couldn't hit them. Yeah, well, no one can hit our jobs. Why everyone picked him? Um, everyone was cheap. Yep. Can I keep going? For a little bit, I don't want to spend like forever on one category. But oh yeah. no, I was gonna move to another category. Oh well, then. Well, what do we have? I'm sorry. They, um, didn't, they didn't say anything. Does anyone else have it? I mean, I have stuff to weigh in on difficulty, but Matt, do you have stuff? Anything to weigh in? No, I think gold games are harder because it was le- it was easier to it was impossible to get advice. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have your friend come over who who got to the next level, and he could help you, and then you guys could get to the next level, and then you're both fucked. Yeah. There was no internet. There was no YouTube. That's true. You, know, you make a strong and, point. And there yeah. wasn't even really, like, strategy guides. Like, if we're talking NES and and Super Nintendo, yeah, no, there, there was very little strategy guides. Like, that was a that was a rare thing. Yeah, and that's true, too. Like, the old books that came with the games, mm-hmm. those used to be a strategy guide, as opposed to, like, nowadays... Like yeah. the big book. The manual. I mean, and even with the strategy guides, like how many people here have actually played a game and had the strategy guide and been like, oh my god, this strategy guide really helped. Like it helps. Like it's like, oh, I forgot that key in the water temple. Which, by the way, I did forget that key in the water temple. But it still didn't help the fact that I had to undo everything I did just to redo it again. And it sucked. It was rough. Yeah, I think you're. That's actually a really good point. Strategy guides and accessibility to information Knowledge. certainly has made video games significantly easier. Yep. My thing about difficulty is that the old games are, are way harder, just because ev- everything's been like dumbed down and made easier in the newer games. Yep. In every new game, you have regenerating health. Old games, you don't have that. Nope. You get hit, your health bar goes down. It doesn't come back. Body armor. It's savings become much more. You can in games now. You can save anywhere in the world. Yeah, as opposed to in old games games, when you when you completed a level, maybe you'd get to save. Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) And also power leveling in old games, you couldn't just grind. It was you had whatever you had. There were no stats. I mean, with the exception of RPGs. I was gonna say RPGs. It was grinding. I mean, do you, all all old RPGs that was grinding. Yeah, I was in new games. They've gotten rid of grinding, which is well, yeah. But in new games, you get like new powers or whatever yeah. and stuff. And Mario doesn't get new powers. Mario's the same throughout the oh, entire yeah. game. Oh yeah, well yeah, of course. Yeah. You just learn the game and you deal with it that way. Yeah, you're right. Fuck Mario. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, Kyle, pick your favorite of the remaining four. Sound. All right. I have nothing to say about <laughs> that. I Classic. I am of the. Okay, so PlayStation One came out before N sixty four, right? Yes. So we're gonna count that in old. Yep. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Are we gonna wow. count PlayStation One and old? You can count it wherever you want. Okay. Yeah. As old or new. All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure because I wanted to use the Final Fantasy Seven as an example again because it's one of my favorite games. The music in Final Fantasy Seven is fantastic. Like all, all not all the music, but almost all the music in Final Fantasy VII is really, really good. And not just that game, but like older games too, like uh, another Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy three or six, mm-hmm. depending on who you're asking. The music was really good in that game, and that was on Super Nintendo. That mm-hmm. was excellent music. Chrono Trigger has excellent music. I feel like the older games had way, way better music than like n- the the music from today's games. It's not that it's bad; it's just not memorable. Like I can't think of, I don't, I don't, I don't play a lot of games today, so I guess I, I shouldn't be so mean towards them. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like there's nothing, no games that I've played recently that I remember anything out of, music-wise. You want to go, Matt? I, I, I would put the, the, the music on equal footing, but yes. I agree, I agree with what you say about how you can't remember this music, and I feel like because it's too complex. When you think about old SNES music, mm-hmm. it was it's like a keyboard, Maybe. and whatever yeah, you can make with that keyboard, yeah. dee, 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 that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now with the current music, they have orchestras doing this shit, and it it just goes into this. It, it's still awesome, but it goes into this other upper well, echelon that's harder to recall. I feel like because it gets mixed in with everything else. Well, the first the first example I use Final Fantasy VII. The music in that game is orchestral. Is it really? It's, it's used with a MIDI, but the other orchestras have played it afterwards. But it's yeah, still, that's it's what I'm still saying. keyboard. Like, it's still synthesized. I have the Chrono Trigger soundtrack done by an orchestra, but yeah. all the music is done. Yeah, the music the music the music in game is the music in game. I think there's, there might be a couple songs that might actually have like in like maybe like a orchestra doing it, but for the very like majority of that soundtrack that is that's keyboard and synthesizer you gotta think that they, the the systems couldn't even support yeah. that kind of sound they at had the time. blocks for hands I, I feel like <laughs> the sound also wasn't that advanced there was only 16 bits well, 32 for the PS1 yeah um, I'm, talking, I, I, I'm not going past SNES in the first category um I think I agree with Matt there. I, I think they're on equal footing because of what he said. And I'll I'll blend this one towards, like, the new school. And, like, you're definitely at least borrowing from another franchise altogether. But the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack is exceptional. And that was including, like, that's actually, like, some orchestra kind of stuff what's, doing. Um, what's up? You know, what's funny is all the games we're mentioning... Yeah. The music is done by the same guy. Yeah, Nobuo, Ooh, right? Literally, Nobuo, literally the like that. games that we're talking about, but, the same guy did. But no, but I was, was going to go to a second yeah. point. So I'll just take this now, like the sports games. Sports games, what they do for their soundtracks, instead of creating their own music, they actually just take, they make basically a mixtape, and they right. just take a bunch of songs they from different things. They just pay people to use their songs. Yeah, to use their songs. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, because I got the new NBA 2K one, and I actually like it. It's, it's a lot of hip-hop on it, and I was like, holy crap, this is actually pretty cool, and actually gets me in the mood to play it. So, uh, yeah, I'll put music on equal footing. Because, remember, I think, I, I, I'll say the old ones, I think I remember more, but the new ones, I remember, like, playing Uncharted. I can't remember the songs, 
I, I like as soon as I hear it, I'd be like, oh yeah, Uncharted. But I can't like I can't cue it in my head. Mm-hmm. But like the Uncharted tracks were very good as well, and I'm sure that there's other games that I haven't played that I've missed. Mm-hmm. Jeff, yeah, uh, I would have to give the edge to the new games in this one because like the old ones are catchy, but that's because they use pretty much the same like two or three songs on every level. Not that I'm saying that's always the case or that's as bad, but also I'm surprised no one brought up new games have voice acting in them. Oh, I wasn't counting that in there. No, yeah, I, was, I wasn't counting it in oh. there either because I, I feel like sound, I feel like that's music. just a. It can be glossed over because there are new games that have don't have voice acting that are still well, yeah that are still good. There are older games that do have some kind of like Mario sixty four has voice acting yeah. in it, and I don't mean him jumping and yelling noises. I mean literally at the end of the game, Princess Peach talking to you. Come on, Banjo Kazooie has voice acting. Go huh? Go huh? No, those aren't words. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna oh. I was going to uh, save that for graphics, because, like, I was going to, I don't know. We can do why. that next if you want. No, because Matt's turn, or Joe's turn. Okay, Matt, graphics, controls, or gameplay? I'll go, let's let's just get graphics out of the way. Okay. I mean, is there any disputing that graphics have become infinitely better than <laughs> yeah. they were? No. no. Stupid. So this, this is not even a point. I mean, would I sit down and play, would I buy a new Chrono Trigger for a different system and play it? Yes, I have. Would I buy Ogre Battle Tactics for a, su- a new system? He has. I have. <laughs> you know, the graphics don't matter if you like the game. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. great. You know, I have the remastered version of Chrono Trigger with the anime cutscenes. It's yeah. awesome. But it doesn't matter. I would play it without them. Yeah, it doesn't change yeah. the game for you. It doesn't change the game. It's just it's just interesting to yeah. see what they like, do with it. But if they re- like, like they've been talking about it for... 12 years now, redoing Final Fantasy 7 in the current graphics. Be fantastic. It would be just like Advent Children. It would look and feel like Advent Children, but be a game. And that would be be amazing. Yeah. I would help me get through it. Yeah, because now you you can't go back. You can't go back and play something unless you are dedicated and in love with it now. Because playing something that's so old now... Hurts. You're like sometimes, yeah. Uh, the, old, the old graphics don't really bother me, to be well, honest. You're I mean, from 1856, Kyle. <laughs> Nothing bothers you except when you don't have a can opener. Honestly, the fact that they have graphics just amaze you every single time. What? There's moving pictures. <laughs> moving pictures. There are pictures on this flat screen. Oh my! How'd those people get in that tiny box? That one's hair is blue. <laughs> what do you? What else you got to say about it? He's from the Japan. <laughs> from the Japan, racism. Oh man! All right, what do you got? Uh, nothing really. I, I mean, was gra- say, I think no, I graphics, think we all covered graphics. Yeah, graphics are definitely better. I'm not gonna say that graphics are, have gotten worse. That, yeah, that, would, no. that would be ridiculous. I don't think we can. Graphics yeah. are dumb. Well, well I, can I, say, I, what I was gonna, what I wanted to quickly say was just that in terms of graphics, it looks so great that it looks like it's a movie, and they've kind of lent like the voice acting to it. And the only thing that it takes away, f- not even takes away from it, but it's like, when you play the older games, which is like, you know, text, you know, you'd have to read it. You heard the characters' voices the way you wanted to imagine them. Mm. And now the way that the games are made, where you have actual actors doing the voice acting. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the graphics, it's just like, you're now, you're playing a movie. Yeah. Right. And it's w- sick. Yeah. I would... Sometimes the one thing, movie I, yeah, would, game, the one thing I have to say is like sometimes like the character will speak and have a terrible voice and you just be like I, it'd be hard to stand it for mm. the whole game. Sometimes that happens. I don't remember my other point. Son of a bitch. I, I want to link to the 
uh, PlayStation advertisement oh, where the guy's playing Uncharted. And he's like, oh, man, my girlfriend thinks un- the un- new Uncharted game is a movie. And the guy's like, and? And then she walks into the room and she's like, okay, honey, I'm ready. And she's got popcorn. That's, that's exactly the point. That actually is exactly how I got to play Uncharted. You watched that it? game? No, no, no. When I was uh, when I was going out with someone, she watched it like it was a movie. So fucking good. What were you gonna say, Kyle? You remembered? Um, yeah, about the graphics. I feel like it also uh, one bad thing you could say about the graphics is that it is kind of done like what Michael Bay has done with films, where explosions everywhere. Where the graphics have gotten to the point where they're they're so distracting from the storyline, possibly that they're. Actually, detracting, making making it so that they don't have to work as hard on the story. Lines. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with definitely. that. There's definitely less substance. But, lots of games but don't would, have stories. Yeah, but I would yeah. say that that. I mean, there are plenty of old games that didn't have stories. Yes. I would say that, that that at the same time they're they're back to equal footing because that's a big detraction. Yeah, and the fact that the graphics suck is a big detraction in, from in traction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Words retraction. They're equal. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely, you definitely got to give that to the newer game. Game so. that just popped in my head, Earthbound. I don't remember that one. <sighs> Earthbound is such a good game. All right, so hmm, should I pick controls or gameplay next? Let's go with gameplay. We're gonna save. The no, you know what? No, let's go. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we'll go controls. <laughs> All right, you're controls. right. Yeah, the old games have really simplistic controls, as you can t- probably infer based on the number of buttons. Hmm. Yeah. Four and sixty-four. I mean, NES had two buttons. Super Nintendo had four. And sixty-four had six. Nine. Well, Sega had three. Oh, I'm sure. Sorry, I was a Sega kid. I feel like the controls went from one spectrum to the other. I'm sorry, and somewhere and then back somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's like controls on the N64 were too many, all over the place. They hadn't quite figured out how to make a good controller with that many buttons yet. They've yeah. they figured it out yeah. now. Yeah. But I'm a, like I was saying, but those are pretty simplistic. You hit B, Mario punches, you hit A, he jumps. That's it. Those are easy. Now Nowadays they're getting pretty complex. Love it. Like, I can't play sports games anymore just because I have to, like, hold the joystick a certain way and press a series of buttons. Otherwise, like... My guy won't hit the ball. He breaks his tibia? Or his shot will just bounce off the rim every time if I don't flick the joystick correctly. Like, it's... Yeah. Now, but I feel like in some games, the more controls that we have now have actually made the games easier. In some ways, they have, yeah. Like, like the minimal controls that we had in older games made certain things more difficult, like I was saying before, timing... In, uh, like, first-person shooters. First-person yeah. shooters' controls have made the games far easier. But, like, I think... I don't play any sports games, so I'll have to take your word for it on that one. But I do remember NHL 94, when I played that one, controls were super easy. All you had to do yeah, exactly. All, all you had to do was just hit A or whatever it was, and the guy would shoot or pass. or like, two buttons. And you would either score or you wouldn't score. Yeah. Try... Press A again next time, and maybe you'll score. Yeah. I remember getting so many hat tricks. Yes. Irrespons- irresponsible amount of hat tricks. Even the role-playing games evolved. I mean, 
we had turn-based combat for like ever. Yes, and which I miss so bad. And now mm-hmm. we have role-playing games that are they're action role-playing, they're um, you know they're shooter slash role-playing. They're well, that was role- always action role-playing. But Zelda started as an action game. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but that was A and B or whatever. But now it's like you know you have like combos and stuff like that, like yeah, the, uh, Tales series, like Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Vesperia. You have you're running on a 3D field and you're executing all these combos with all your different special moves and you're linking one special move to another because they bleed in together properly and it's just like yeah, Parasite Eve really just too much. Par- Parasite Eve really opened up the whole world for role playing games in that respect. It did. It did. Parasite Eve was such a great game. Yeah, I mean now, um, now I mean now it's kind of. Um, there's a, it's more act, in terms of turn-based, if you like turn-based, you have, like, the active time battles now, so, yeah. bad, not an enjoyable game, but, like, the Final Fantasy 13 series, or 12, I don't, I don't know what the fuck the numbers are, um, it's, it's turn-based, like, you're picking your moves, and they're doing them, but you gotta pick them quickly, and you try to pick them in succession before the other enemy hits, and we've had active time battles even up to, you know, mm-hmm. early Final like Fantasy Like, even games, in Contra, you could set... Like, when you started the game, it was like, do you want to wait, the monsters to wait for you to activate, or do you want live combat, Mm -hmm. where if the monsters got their initiative up, they would go? Yeah. Just a different difficulty. Yeah. That was back back on SNES. That was way back when. That was 95. The only thing I was going to add was just, in new games, you can move the camera, and the camera moves, which usually helps, but sometimes hurts you, because Mm. the camera gets stuck on things... If you've ever died because mm-hmm. the camera fucks you over, that yeah. never happens in old games. No, it does. It, it does happen in uh, the old Resident Evil games. The old Ooh. Resident Evil games, in my opinion, I don't know. I don't like. I said, don't play a lot of new games. In my opinion, the worst camera angles in yes. any game ever. Yes, yes. Ab- that's um, that's very. That's good. a fact. You would you would spend like ten minutes running between two screens because every time you would enter the screen, it would the, the controls the would the camera would flip around and you and you holding the joystick in that direction would, would send back. you in the yep. opposite direction. That's so fucking funny. Yep. <laughs> you would run it. You would run, and then you know the game would stop like for you know half a second, and then it would change to like the next camera angle. And oh, there's a zombie right there. Yep. Yeah, so but I think that was by design, though. Some of yeah. that. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Or you left the room immediately again. Yeah. Or you leave the room and over and over again. The, and Nemesis bursts through the fucking wall and scares the shit out of you. Uh, oh, the I alligator in the sewer. I thought I didn't greatly enjoy Resident Evil games, but God, that was horrible. Yeah, that was rough. All right, let's move on to gameplay because we are already long. All right. Uh, long. Yep. We've been long. I weeks. think we kind of. Uh, I think, well, I mean, I think out of everything we've talked about, I think gameplay has kind of lent itself to every single thing. Yeah. Altogether. So, I mean, it just depends. What do you like more? Do you like having, do you like the old school games, which are, you know, I think we've agreed are, you know, controls are easier, more difficult. Music is, you know, Mm kind of, it is what it is. It's memorable, but, you know, in terms of complexity, not even complex. Or do you like these newer games, which look like freaking movies, if you're into, like, crazy beast controls, then, you know, you can do that, too. Mm-hmm. The games are more complex, but there might be less substance because they're kind of maybe skimping out more on the story to give you Michael Bay explosions and beautiful shit. Lens flares. Lens flares. I would say the gameplay, though, overall has, has pretty well stayed the same. You know, good gameplay in old games and good gameplay in new games, so, I don't know. You the really good games now are exceptional. Yes. Like, the ones that they're nailing, you know, 
the storylines as well with yep. it. And the graphics. Those games are absolutely going to be just like the ones that we've been how we've been harping back to like I Final know. Fantasy and yeah, all those that kind become of stuff. new classics. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's kind of just like it's just like how our society's changing with everything else. It's mm-hmm. kind of done the same thing. Yeah, the bad ones are bad because they don't remind us of the old ones, but the new ones are fucking setting the bar up really high for these and you know next gen systems that are mm-hmm. coming out soon. I think it's like uh, the same to th- same that ha- same that's happened with like movies and TV shows and things like that because there's so many more like you have so many more bad ones but you still have some really great ones in there. Yeah, the the one thing I just had written down about this one is that new games are much more open world than sandboxy as opposed to old games are really linear. You don't really get to pick where you go next. Outside of, like, yeah, World 3-8 or World 3-7. Yeah. <laughs> Except, like, Final Fantasy, like, flipped that. Yeah. They were the ones who started... <laughs> yeah, they were the ones who were, like, open world. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do that. And Final Fantasy's like, nah, too much fucking work. <laughs> you can have you go in one direction. <laughs> well, they had that for a while, and then certain games started taking that away from you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, but so. some games that are coming out really soon, Last of Us, mm. uh, Watch Dogs... Ma, not Mass Effect what the fuck's the one that just came out Bioshock yeah. so those are some top games that are out this year that's gonna look like they're sick yeah okay. Well, th- those are video games and we should wrap this up because we are getting Over. kinda late oh my god it's not as late as you think but yeah yeah so I didn't say it before but uh send us some emails you know if you have thoughts on video games or anything else we've ever talked about previously or wanna hear us talk about something else different or beers. Or beers. Mm. Kevin, well, I'm sure you're going to send me another one. He said he would. Probablyquestionable at gmail.com. Word. Use it. Send us stuff. On Twitter, at PQ Podcast. You start following, we'll start using it. Wow. <laughs> well, it's now. no point in me logging in yet. Wow. There it is. Fa- we're on Facebook. We got a group, Probably Questionable Podcast. We have a fan page, fa- page. page facebook.com slash questionable. And, uh, yeah, we're still on iTunes, probably questionable. Rate, review us, subscribe, any of those things is just fine with us. Mm-hmm. And probablyquestionable.com, check it out. And it has pretty much all the information I just told you on the website. Sure, more articles. Yeah, you should yeah, just, if you remember anything, you remember probablyquestionable.com. Yep. You'll find everything else from there. So this was episode 53, episode 54, will be coming up next. It'll be hosted by Dan. Yeah. And... Let's get the hell out of here. The music featured on the Probably Questionable podcast is a track called Bouncing, which is available on freeplaymusic.com.